podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We got a beautiful show. We got some beautiful hosts. We got a beautiful game. We got taste. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats. And we won't stop talking. We won't give it a rest And as a matter of fact It's time to get it off our chests Cricket, 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 cricket Hello everybody and welcome to a very, very special episode of County Cricket Natters We're in conjunction with Women's Cricket Chat today and for the rest of the Charlotte Edwards Cup. I'm Sam Dalling and I'm delighted to be joined to review the latest round of action for games last night by Hannah TR. Hey Hannah, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How's things? Oh, I can't complain. I'm here at Taunton watching some cricket and the sun's shining and Somerset aren't all out already. So, you know, I'm happy. Good. How are you? There's exciting things going on for you in life, isn't there at the moment? Uh, yeah, eight weeks to go at the moment, and hopefully, little girl on the way. Although somebody did stop me the other day and said my bump looks like it's a boy's bump, so oh, that weird. could bring a surprise. But hopefully, they've done the scans right, and it is a little girl on her way. So, yeah, eight weeks to go. Good, and you've timed it for after the Charlotte Edwards Cup final, which is being very diligent of you. It is indeed. Yeah, hopefully, unless she makes an early appearance, but hopefully, like I said, yeah. Eight weeks. <laughs> well, much more excitement like we had last night at Chelmsford, which we'll come on into in a bit. And well, there may be an early appearance. And another appearance I'm delighted to have with us today, the skipper of the Thunder, winning skipper as well yesterday, Ellie Frelkeld. How are you, Ellie? Hello, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. You're watching a bit of cricket today, doing a bit of, what is it, post-game team meetings and catching a few balls as well of the men's game? Yeah, yeah. So catching a bit of the men's game and then we've got a, a little post review chat today um, in Old Trafford. So, yeah, I'm just just here now. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine those post review chats are always much better when there's a victory under one's belt. We'll come to that game second, if that's all right, Ellie, because I want to start in Chelmsford. The Sunrisers took on the Western Storm, and wow, it could not have been any closer. The Western Storm, Sophie Luff's Western Storm, they won by one wicket there, chasing down. They were 144 for nine, chasing 163, wasn't it, to win? Three they needed off the last ball. They ended up getting six, I think it was. Hannah, I mean, doesn't get much better than that. It was absolutely heartbreaking for the Sunrisers, to be honest. I don't know if you got to see any of it, Ellie, as well, but the emotions, Maddie Villiers, poor girl, bless her, like throwing in. She's one of England's kind of favoured um, fielders as well. To get the overthrow, Storm didn't look like they were going to pull it back in that last over. It just completely twisted everything on its head. And fair play to um, Sophia Smale as well, because debut, coming in at number 11, tail ender, the pressure on her shoulders just not to get out. And there was a ball that almost did creep through. Um, so I'm kind of, I want to hear from her as well, because I know she was sitting a test at 9am this morning to go from Chelmsford at about half past 10 last night to then sit in a test at school. Absolute craziness. 
Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult to sleep the night before an exam anyway, but when you've just been involved in a game like that, I made a mistake, I'll correct myself. It was 160 for five, the Sunrisers made, because they ended up getting six off the last ball with those overthrows. Yeah, I mean, Joanne Gardner, friend of the show as well, she was on a hat-trick at one point, wasn't she, Anna? Yeah, so she took two, and obviously it's an old university power valley as well, so um, it's been really good to see how Joey's kind of, much more into a spinner now is that right Ellie have you seen much yeah I haven't seen much of a bowl but um she's always been a really good cricketer hasn't she probably an underrated cricketer at that and um yeah she played a big part in my my uni life and yeah definitely uh, a really good cricketer and I've not seen much of a bowl but um I have heard that yeah so interesting to watch you were yeah. that in that Loughborough side with her Ellie did you play on the, that Lord's final where both the men's and the women's Loughborough sides got there yeah yeah that was my first year I think yeah Joey was kind of a Seymour, probably still is a Seymour. I don't know if it's injury, but it's kind of set her back a little bit and she's gone from pace into a little bit of spin, but um, looking really promising this summer. Yeah, good start. Good start for her. Good start for the Western Storm. And Ellie, you've played a lot of professional cricket and and cricket in general. How does one move on? Because that's going to be a tough meeting from the Sunrisers, from basically pretty much being, we're thinking you've won the game to losing it in such fashion. Do you just have to put it down as one of those things and, and try and forget about it? How easy is that? Yeah, I think with a defeat like that, it's probably, people are probably sitting there beating themselves up and thinking about all the little things they could have done to get over the line. But I think when you lose a close game, I always think like at least you're playing good cricket and at least you're competing. I think people would rather that than than uh, get battered almost. But yeah, um I definitely think they'll be they'll be picking the game apart, and ultimately that's probably pressure that caused that that mistake at the end there, and that's probably the biggest thing they'll take from that is like how can we perform our basics under pressure? Yeah, I love Sophie Luff's very honest post-match interview. I think the quote was, "Wow, we've burgled one there, um, burgled one they have, and it's it's points on the board for the Western Storm, so one wicket win." Uh, Chelmsford let's skip across when we sideways from group A into group B because we've got Ellie with us and what a brilliant victory for the Thunder they were up at Sale Cricket Club amazing setup up there at Sale actually they've got and they beat the Northern Diamonds by 56 runs I mean Ellie Emma Lamb and Georgie Boyce with that opening stand of 95 in 13 overs really set the tone for you didn't you didn't they yeah absolutely and that's everything we've spoken about all winter and, and leading into the summer. That's sort of the way we want to play our cricket and um, the way they did that and set the tone for the day, I thought I thought was brilliant. And especially after like having to bounce back from a pretty difficult defeat um, at the weekend as well, that was, from my point of view, the most pleasing thing. Um, and yeah, moving on to the bowling innings, I thought Laura Jackson set the ball, uh, set the tone with the new ball like brilliantly and Again, that was everything she's worked really hard on over the winter and it was just brilliant to see people's hard work paying off, like I said, after a pretty difficult difficult day last weekend. Yeah, and what was the conversation like in the interval? Because you you were in this really strong position, 136 for one, and you, you made a, a decent score, wasn't it? 148. But at that point, momentum is probably with the Diamonds, but you just came out firing. So what did you say? I mean, what, what were they, six down? 33 for six in reply, so... Momentum didn't last long. What did you say in the interval? Yeah, so we spoke about we were probably 10 or 15 short. And I think that's an area we need to improve on is getting going a bit quicker with the bat. Um, but yeah, we sort of just said we've done the first half pretty well now. Um, and their team on paper was very, very strong batting-wise. Um, 
two international players at the top of the order as well. Um, but at least we had a score on the board to compete, and I think that's why we didn't we didn't have that last weekend. Um, so yeah, with that score on the board, I just said let's just nail our basics here. We spoke about being a lot better in the field this week. Um, first game we were pretty poor in the field, and that let us down, even though we didn't have enough runs on the board. But I just wanted us to nail our fielding, um, and yeah, just nail our basics. And people did exactly that. They they bowled a lot straighter today. Um, there was less boundary less boundary balls in there. Um, and our fielding was was spot on, so I think that was that was a, a big sort of win for us. How do you do it? Because you basically do everything: skipper, keep wicket. Is it easier actually being a wicket keeping captain because you're in such a good position? You you kind of have you having to be involved in every ball as well. Yeah, it's definitely a good position to see angles from. Um, at times, it's difficult because you're not really near the bowler. So you've got to be pretty good at communicating and. To be honest, I've got a lot of leaders within my group as well. It's not just me. It's, I've got Georgie Boyce, my vice captain, who's brilliant. Um, and there's a lot of lot of bowlers in our in our side who take responsibility to go and speak to the bowler as well while they're bowling. So it's not just me, really. I'm blessed with a good group of group of people around me. So, um, yeah, it is difficult at times, but it's a challenge I'm really looking forward to doing this year. And Hannah, that was a huge win, wasn't it? Because the Northern Diamonds, that, I mean, you and I are both Somerset fans of the Somerset men's team and, and the bridesmaids tag. They got to both finals last year, didn't quite make it, but they're a really strong side. Yeah, like Ali said, like on paper, and I remember like listening on to the live stream as well, um, Faye Florence summed it up perfectly. Thunder Group are so young and obviously there's some experienced heads within that. Um, and then you look at the Diamonds team on paper and you're like, you just see constant international experience. Like you've got the likes of Lindsay Smith, et cetera, as well, who've obviously played for England too and are perhaps a little bit older. Um, and you would have thought that they would have been a bit more dominant. But the way that Thunder came out, like, Ellie, you must be so proud of that side. And Laura Jackson, her bowling yesterday was absolutely phenomenal. And the way that she was just bringing it in to get those two international scouts straight off, it was two from her first two overs, wasn't it? Yeah, Laura's a brilliant girl. And to see her do so well yesterday, like, from my point of view, was brilliant. Um, we had a conversation in the week, actually. She didn't open the bowling for us in the last game. And she, she sort of said, Ellie, I, I want to open the bowl and I want to do it. And then bowled really well for us in the last game, probably one of one of our best bowlers. And I probably didn't bowl her enough, to be honest. Um, and giving her a chance with a new ball in this game, she absolutely delivered and showed that that's, that's her probably rolling the side going forward now. And um, before we went out to field, she was getting a little bit flustered about bowling at the likes of Laws and and that as well. So um, we were having conversations about just forget who the player is, just ball straight. All you got to do is ball straight. Um, and the way she swung that new ball, some of the deliveries were just unplayable and would have, would have got anyone in, in women's cricket out, I think. So, um, yeah, it just shows you that no matter who's at the crease, if you, if you do your job and ball nice and straight, it, it's pretty difficult to bat again. And it took away their kind of momentum. And, they, you know, Lauren Winfield comes in after hitting, I think it was 96 against Lightning. For her to go out with a duck, it kind of just set the tone for you guys, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think um, getting a few early wickets was definitely key for us. And I think after we did that, there was almost like a bit of a, oh, we can win this game. I think at half time, obviously we've done the first half pretty well, but I think I'd be lying if I see it by the line they had. I think to get those early wickets was just brilliant. Yeah, fantastic there. Fantastic win then for the fun let's go to the southern vipers who are now two from two they beat the lightning by 31 runs fairly convincing in the end hannah but lauren bell 
how good was she with the ball? I think it was a career best three for 12 for her. Is she the one? Many people are tipping her now. Anya Shrubsall's retired. Is she the one for you to step into that side? Yeah, no, I find her and um, Izzy Wong both really interesting and exciting players. And the thing with just moving across to Izzy Wong at a second, like seeing her in the KSL a few years back now as a kind of like a 16, 17 year old, she had the pace, but she didn't have the control. And what I find fascinating now is now these kind of players, the Lauren Bells and Izzy Wongs, have had more time. They've had so much more training and experience within these professional setups. They're getting that control. And that's what I'm absolutely loving, like the shapes that they're creating with their bowling and the pace that they, they are bringing. And Lauren Bell is certainly putting her hand up at the moment for England contention and perhaps re- replacing that role of Anya. But I think there's going to be a really interesting competition between Wong and Bell at the moment. I think that's the kind of two names. And obviously you can't forget Arla either. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see because obviously Wong with the bat, perhaps Pips, Lauren Bell, a little bit there. Um, but it's conversations that we want to see happening and fighting for those places is a good problem for England to have. Well, absolutely. And we'll come on to Izzy Wong because, yeah, she was, as you say, in action with both bat and ball. But yeah, Lauren Bell, I mean, she was a travelling reserve, wasn't she, in England's World Cup campaign and, and played a fair bit of England A stuff as well. Ellie, for you, I mean, the Southern Vipers, they're just such a strong outfit, aren't they? Are they, how does one go about trying to overcome, trying to beat them? Uh, Yeah, they are a very strong team. Um, I think particularly bowling-wise as well, they've got so many options and so much experience in that bowling attack. Um, When we played against them, they just bowled really nice and straight and a pretty hard length to hit and it felt felt quite difficult to score runs. Um, yeah, I think like I just said before about not playing the player and just playing the ball a little bit. I think some people can get a bit wrapped up in like, oh, um, Lauren Bell's bowling at me now, just just sort of playing the ball as, as you see it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think there's the beauty about 2020 cricket as well is hopefully people, anyone can beat anyone. And um, we sort of showed that yesterday. We've got a pretty young, inexperienced side against a lot of international experience and um, we won the game just through through decent performance. So I think definitely in 2020 cricket, like that can happen and anyone can beat anyone. Does that sometimes help actually the, having a young, I mean, people talk about young and inexperienced side, but then often you can also use adjectives like fearless, um, you know, so there are pros and cons of being uh, young and inexperienced. Yeah, I guess so. I think um, being fearless is definitely a pretty decent mindset to have going into 2020 cricket I think it's something we actually speak quite a lot about and I think a lot of the girls sometimes feel like they're playing for the place a little bit and that can sort of put you in a bit of a negative um, frame of mind especially going out to bat and we just spoke about let's just do what we've done in the winter and just relax and be fearless and and try and and that's just going to help with us scoring a little bit quicker with the bat I think in that middle order myself included so I definitely think yeah like fearless is a great word and a great mindset to sort of have in 2020 cricket. Yeah, it certainly is. And T20 is one of those games like we saw in the Western Storm game where they were they were down and out and a game can just change um, so quickly. So as it stands then, we've just done Group A and Southern Vipers top that. They've got the 10 points. Thunder and the Northern Diamonds both got five points. Lightning yet to get off the mark. One more game then. I'm going to skip back up to... Central Sparks against Southeastern Stars, a big win for Central Sparks. They won by 34 runs down at Guildford. Hannah, you were talking about 
a superstar in the making. I mean, some could say she's already a superstar. Izzy Wong, 45 off 28 balls. She had good support from England keeper Amy Jones, who made 40. And then she opened the bowling. I mean, she set the tone. She clubbed Alex Capsey over the scoreboard at mid-wicket in the first over. She picked up the one wicket with the ball. But as you said, I mean, you've talked about what's changed with Izzy Wong. It's the, the, the raw pace, but the control now and the ability with the bat. Yeah, she's absolutely bludgering. I can't say that word. So, yeah, she's absolutely smashing it at the moment with the bat and everything. And a knee roll at the top of the order with the bat, making her kind of a genuine T20 all-rounder. A lot of excitement. She's had a lot of hype. And I know for Ellie yourself as well, like you had a lot of hype when you were growing up at kind of 14 and stuff as like the next big thing. And for young players, it must be so hard. And I forget, Ellie, you're only 23 as well. That really does scare me. Um, (laughs) Because it's like, I've known Ellie for years, like from uni and stuff. And I'm like, I swear she's about 25, 26 these days, but no. Um, And that pressure can kind of, you know, set players up to fail sometimes. So fair play to her for breaking through and continuing what's hopefully going to be a really exciting career. Ellie, is she the quickest on the circuit? Um, Yeah, she's definitely up there, I think. Um... I remember when we were away in Australia, actually, she um, we were doing range hitting and she hit the ball further than any anyone, honestly. Some of the sixes that she hit were unbelievable. And um, I, was, I was having a conversation to her about why don't you bat higher? And um, I mean, she is doing this year and she's obviously showed she can do it. And we were speaking about the word fearless before. I think she's definitely one to have, have that mindset as well. And yeah, she's proving really, really strong at the top of the order. And in terms of Group B then, so Central Sparks top it, they've got nine points from two games. South East Stars and Western Storm both in there and four Sunrises yet to get off the mark. How do you see that standing? I mean, finishing, still plenty of time left there, Ellie, but who would be your tips to, to qualify from that group? Um, I think it's a tough group, that, isn't it? I think they're, they're all pretty strong sides. I think Central Sparks are looking pretty decent, to be honest, with both bat and ball. Um, so, yeah, I think they'd, they'd be the, my pick, I reckon. And what about you, Hannah? You you know far more about these things than I. Where would you be? I, I didn't want to ask Ellie the question about her group as well, but I'll ask you the same for groups A and B. Well, the way that the groups work as well is so interesting because the the team with the top points across both groups goes through and then the other two play the kind of the playoff um, to get into that final. So the one that I think is definitely going to kind of qualify in that group is at the moment, it's got to be Central Sparks, hasn't it? Because they're just so dominant with both bat and ball. But you'd like to think that South East Stars would be kind of fruitful to defend their title from last year. And I'm really hoping, Ellie, that your side do cause a bit of an upset and qualify. Um, obviously, you've got Lightning this weekend, so it's going to be hopefully a really good match um, where you can get some points on the board there too and continue this momentum. But... It's going to be difficult with the Vipers as well, isn't it? I think they yeah, are definitely. Good. Yeah, they're looking a strong side, the Vipers, aren't they? But like I said before, 2020 cricket, I think anyone can beat anyone. So like you say, hopefully we can go on a bit of a run now and carry on yesterday's performance. Yeah, momentum is key, isn't it, in T20 cricket? You just need that little run. And the game's come thick and fast that finals day on the 11th of June at Northampton. So those two days, both games... That day, the playoff game and then the final. Ellie, as Hannah just said, you're in action. Games come thick and fast in action again on Saturday. So what do the next couple of days look like for you? Is it a bit of bit of rest and recuperation or will you be back out there having a hit? 
Um, rest day today, two meetings on today, and then tomorrow we are training and then travelling down to Leicester. Um, and then, yeah, play on Saturday, so, yeah. Oh, excellent. The weather's perfect. And Hannah, how about you? You're down, you're at Somerset, you're doing some Western Storm commentary, aren't you? Uh, baby allowing. Yeah, no, I am. But first, I will be at the Lightning Thunder match this weekend, as long as the technology works. Um, we have oh, yes. On Saturday, where the wire was broken or laptop was not working or some sort of madness. So it meant I could actually enjoy cricket, which I haven't done in quite a while, rather than working it. But um, yeah, I will be there doing the comms for hopefully Ellie's 50 and a Thunder win slash, you know, I can't say that, a Lightning win a close match, a draw, whatever, try and stay neutral. But um, yeah, really exciting times ahead at Grace Road. You can try and stay neutral, Hannah, but I don't think I don't think you are. And that's what's brilliant about it. We can all be partisan. Yeah, it's, you, you can't please everyone though, can you, you know? <laughs> no, you can't and you're well. Um, you can try though, you can do your very best. Well, look, Ellie Fraukal, thank you very much for joining us. No problem, I've enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome and good luck on Saturday. And likewise, Hannah, Hannah TR, thank you very just, much. Just easier than saying the full thing in it rather than a mouthful. So <laughs> it is indeed. Well, what, well, that's been County Cricket Natters in conjunction with Women's Cricket Chat. It's been the Charlotte Edwards Cup. Round two is done and dusted. Plenty more action again on Saturday. It's shaping up to be a wonderful tournament. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats And we won't stop talking We won't give it a rest And as a matter of fact It's time to get it off our chests Cricket, 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 cricket Podcast Network.